Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. 97 of these episodes, man. Can you believe it? episodes we got 97 episodes for you now <laughs> do you want keep, no 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 keep on singing it man that's, that's all i got oh wow yeah, that's, all I, that's all i could get out of my brain you're a you're a natural born singer <laughs> natural. no no how about a um, natural born drummer the, yes maybe maybe that maybe that oh come um, on man you... natural born coffee and uh, caffeine addict. We just talked about that recently. Yeah. Um, I just made some more tea. There might be a little bit of caffeine in this tea. I didn't even think now, about that. This now, might be helping my case any. Is that green tea? Because I'm very, yeah. very fond of green tea. No? I love green tea also as well. This yeah. is um, this is actually a tea. I wish I had the box with me. It comes yeah. in a really cool box. But when we went to Disney <laughs> uh, in December, um, we picked up a tea blend of uh all these different types of different teas that came in this cool like uh hexagon shaped box with like Ooh. each individual it was like kind of like pie slices almost right um of uh of the boxes were shaped kind of like pie slices like uh triangle so you um you open them up and there's like eight packs of little tea bags in there of different flavors and things like that right. um but they're alice in wonderland oh nice um so the one that I'm currently drinking is the uh, Mad Hatter um, blend. So I think it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and uh, it's delicious. Um, I'm trying, uh, as I mentioned in the uh, last Cover Wars uh, episode, I'm trying to cut back on my caffeine and my sugar intake. So I'm trying to drink black coffee uh, instead of adding creamer. I'm trying to drink tea. Trying to cut, cut, cut down your... Cut down your body weight. Yeah, trying mm. to trying to lose a little bit of weight. I've been hitting the gym super hard. I did legs today. My legs are very sore. Mm. They cramped up really bad at one point. I was like, I am doomed oh, for this weekend. Thank yeah. God it's Friday, um, yes. because at the time of this recording, uh, because I'm going to need the full weekend to recover before I go back to work, and uh, that way I'm not walking around like like my leg like yeah. Jello. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mm. Crafts are not my friend either. I've... I needed a banana, something fierce, and yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I didn't have one with me, so it was a. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah, for but... some reason, for some reason, when I'm when I'm in a deep sleep, my 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 feet cramp up to something bad. Mm. Yeah, wake me up. I'm like, oh, so I gotta walk around my apartment for a while and and then go back to bed. Yeah. But I've been there. A foot cramp is no bueno. Which is not like no. the last feeling in place I get cramps. I don't get them anywhere really? else be, be, besides my feet. I get them in my calves every now and then. And really? those are those are terrible. Really? Um, so, and, uh, so having calf, calf cramps or, or foot cramps, which one's worse? Mm, I think I'd rather have a foot cramp. Okay. Oh, God. it feels like <laughs> I can't. It feels like at least with that, I can grab it and like kind of massage it out till, right. it's still, till it finally starts to feel better. With my calf... Uh, it, it's like, I can't move my leg. Um, I feel like that if it, it's usually like while my leg is curled up, 
and watch me talking about it, it's probably going to happen tonight. Right. Like <laughs> my legs curled up or whatever. So if it cramps up, I feel like I can't do anything. If I could just straighten it out or something, then it might feel better. But it feels like it's just stuck yeah. in that position. So I just have to yeah. sit there in agony. Mm. And uh, it's pretty bad. But, uh, you know, maybe I need more bananas, which really kind of sucks because Allie hates bananas. She hates mm. the smell of bananas. You can buy, and, uh, uh, um, I think you could, you, you could buy uh, like a potassium pills. But I love bananas. I know, right? I <laughs> They're I so love, good, dude. Love everything about bananas. Yeah. And she can't stand the smell of them. She can't even stand to look at them. Mm. So uh, we don't, needless to say, we don't have a lot of bananas in our household. Um, oh. And maybe I just need to find a place to store them. Uh, if I were to get some, you know, like, um, maybe <sighs> I, I might have to keep them at work or something. I don't you know, know what you could do? Okay, so you're, you're making a, a drum shit in the back of your house, right? Mm-hmm. You can store all your bananas there, and she won't come in. In because, the drum shed. Yes, because yeah. she won't. She doesn't like banana smell. So you, the drum shed can be all yours, like a little yep. hideaway. She'll never step foot in it. No. <laughs> that might be a bad idea. I don't know. <laughs> you might get me She's in like, trouble with What that. are you hiding back in your drum shed, yeah. Blake? What's going on there, <laughs> buddy? You never go in there to be awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. Um... James, what what are we talking about today uh, for this Cover Wars episode? Cover Wars! So, for people who don't understand what this is about, and, you know, we, uh, it's it's really uh, simple, is uh, we take two bands that covers the same song from another band, and we mm-hmm. compare the two, and find out which one we like at the moment of listening to it. Today, we are doing the band a cover band, a cover uh, song from the band Aha called Take On Me, which was released in 1985. So, yes, you got it. That that's that's that, that that's it. Everybody knows that everybody knows that, that the intro. Everybody's seen the video. If you're not like mm-hmm. born after two twenty oh ten, you're you know, you can you know, even with the last uh, Cover Wars episode we talked about um, for um, Black Hole Sun, we talked about the the music video and how influential it was, and right. it's just crazy. This, it, even more so, the, right, yeah. the music video with the half-like animation, and it's like Cartier pencil drawing. drawings. Yeah, and, right, yeah, yeah, it's unreal. It's great. Um, so this is, this is going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to uh, dive into this one a little bit. Yeah. Found a lot of research on this song. Um, so uh, Take On Me is a song by... Norwegian synth pop band Aha. The original version was produced by Tony Mansfield and remixed in John Rap. This is going to come up a lot. There's an original version and then there's the version that everybody knows. So just keep that in mind. Um, and uh, so the 1985 version was produced by Alan Tarney for the group's de- debut solo album, or excuse me, debut debut studio album, excuse me, uh, Hunting High and Low. Um, The song combines synth pop with a varied instrumentation, including acoustic guitars, keyboards, and drums. Mm, Okay. So the original Take On Me was recorded in 1984 and took two versions and three releases to chart in the United Kingdom, reaching number two on the UK single charts in October 1985. And the United States in October 1985, it became the, the only aha song uh, to top the Billboard's Hot 100, assisted 
uh, by wide exposure on MTV of its innovative music video directed by Steve, Steve Barron. The video features the band in live actions, pencil sketch, animation sequence. Uh, the video won six awards as it was nominated for two others at the 96, at the 86 MTV Video Music Awards. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about the origins of this song. This was an interesting, uh, interesting uh, bit of information I came across. So Take On Me originated from Paul Watkars uh, and uh, Magnif. Fulhomans, uh previous band, Bridges, um, one of the tracks rehearsed around this time was called Miss Eerie, which had an original title of Paranorma. Uh, excuse me. Panorama. Panorama. Uh, okay. it, Panorama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Um, Paranorman. Uh, it included <laughs> elements of what would later become Take On Me, including the central synth riff. Um, the da 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 which uh, Magnifilhoman uh created when he was 15 years old. Initially, the band felt the riff was too pop-oriented for their uh, for their band, thus the first version of the song was more punky in an attempt to uh, offset the riff. Hmm. The first take of the song was inspired by the part of Doors member Ray Manzarek um, and uh, his, quote, almost mathematical but very melodic structured way of playing, uh, if that makes any sense to you at all. Uh, Waktar uh, initially thought the song would be too pop to work with, um, although Furul Hillman uh, recalled thinking uh, it was quite catchy. Hmm. Uh, soon after, Bridges disbanded. Uh, Waktar and Furul Hillman relocated to London to try their hand in the music industry there, but returned to Norway after six months of disappointment. Hmm. Um, they were joined by singer Morton Harkett, um, and began working on demos, including a new version of Miss Eerie, which uh, was renamed Lesson One uh, before it evolved into Take On Me. Hmm. Interesting, because none of the lyrics feature anything about a Miss Eerie or a Lesson One or anything oh. like that. Um, so I don't know where those song titles came from. Uh, in January of 1983, the band returned to London in search of a recording contract. <laughs> they intended the song to show off uh, Harkett's vocal range, which led to uh, his vocals doing this uh, spiraling thing, uh, quote unquote. Um, definitely the take on me, and it just goes up and up and up and up and up until you just can't, until no one can hit that. Until that it gets to like, like uh, until it gets to the Mariah Carey note, and then this is yeah, oh yeah, it's just house, like you know? it is up there, and you're yeah. just like ah! like super super high, so. Um, yeah, definitely shut off that vocal range like they were talking about. So, uh, they made two music videos just like we stated. Uh, yeah. so let's talk about the first video, um, right, real fast. The first release of Take On Me in 84 includes a completely different recording. This mix was featured in the first video, which shows the band singing with a blue background. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> So they said, "No, we're gonna we're gonna spice it up, give it a Gotta little twist. Better. This is gonna be yeah. the greatest song and video ever." And they yeah, were right, and it and, they and were right. it was yes, yes. Yeah. So the second music video, uh, the second video uh, directed by Irish-born British film director Steve Barron, 
is the far more widely recognized video for the song. Uh, it was filmed in 1985 at Kim's Cafe, now called Savoy Cafe, uh, which is on the corner of Wandsworth Road and in Pensbury Place in London, SW8. And on a style stage in London, um, so yeah. So the video we use the pencil sketch animation and live action combination called Retroscoping. Yeah. In which the live action footage is traced using a frame by frame process to give the characters realistic movements. Cool. Yeah. So approximately 3,000 frames were retroscoped, which took 16 weeks to complete. Wow. Man, well, brutal. Yeah. Uh, the idea of the video was suggested by Warner Brothers executive Jeff Arayoff, who was pivotal in making Take On Me a globally recognized music hit. Uh, the critical and commercial result was empathetic. Empathic? I guess that's Emphatic, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to a, what's that word? Incalculably. There you go. Sure. <laughs> high view count from heavy rotation. <laughs> it, it received. It was in- so high. They didn't even know how many people really viewed it. <laughs> they didn't know who. Yeah. Which is great for, for MTV. Um, the music video has received more than 1.26 billion views on YouTube. Wow. And has received a 4K video restoration. Wow. The, the mm. music video was remastered to 2160p, which is 4K, in 2019. Yeah, I didn't know that until today. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, well, it was restored in uh, 2160p P, to 4K in 2019 from the original 35mm film. That's pretty hard to do. Yeah, that yeah. You, that is a lot of work. That's incredible. To make that look, yeah. look like that, yeah, for sure. Uh, and it released on YouTube uh, while retaining its original URL and upload date of January 6, twenty ten. I wonder how they did that. Yeah, that's, you got to, that's unreal. Because you got that's to, that YouTube money there. Yeah, yeah, they probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> they probably got YouTube to work with them on that. Oh yeah. So um, where am I? Uh, yes, on on. On February 15th, on February 17th, 2020, the music video reached 1 billion views on YouTube. Prior to that date, only four songs from the entire 20th century uh, had reached that, that elusive mark. Which, and these are, the, these are the songs. November Rain and Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. And Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, making yep. Take On Me the fifth video from the time period ever to do so, and the first Scandinavian act to ever achieve this. Yeah, that, that that's was, pretty. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just a, a common thing. It old music videos like that, uh, probably not going to be the most viewed thing on YouTube unless you're just very nostalgic. Right. So for something that's a huge honor for them um, for something that came out in 1985 that still uh, is popular right. uh, and is viewed by so many people. And I, I think it has a lot to do with the music video itself and just the animation that came from it. Um, 
you know, uh, looking at the the other songs that you just mentioned off of there, November Rain is a great music video as yeah. well, just because it's filmed like a movie. Right. Yeah. Um, Sweet Child of Mine is just a great song. I don't remember too much from the music video. I don't think I've um, ever seen a music video for that one. I don't know. Did you talked about did, um? Did they make it, one? It's, I think it's like live oh, okay, footage okay, or something okay. like that. Um, but then, uh, smells like teen spirit. You know, we, we talked about that in the, the cup, the last cover wars episode too. Um, even though the music video may not be like the most, uh, um, profound thing in the world, it's memorable. Right. And, uh, that video was directed by, I'm, I'm going to get into really useless music knowledge here. Just mm -hmm. bear with me. Um, the, uh, Samuel bear, I believe is his name. Uh, something like that. Um, he directed Smells Like Teen Spirit. He did Bullet with but with uh, but Butterfly Wings. Um, he did Boulevard of Broken Dreams, uh, Holiday, American Idiot, all these Green Day songs, and he also did all the songs from the Welcome to the Black Parade or the uh, Black Parade album by Ooh. My Chemical Romance. Yeah. All the same director. Nice. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. I just geeked out a little bit. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so That's fine. Uh, let's talk about the awards real quick before right. we uh, we uh, talk about the the covers here. Um, at the 1986 MTV Music Video Awards, the video for Take On Me won six awards. Uh, that included Best New Artist in a Video, Best Concept Video, Most Experimental Video, Best Direction in a Video, Best Special Effects in a Video, and Viewer's Choice. Um, and was nominated for two other uh, two other awards uh best group video and video of the year i'm really surprised it didn't win video of the year mm, yeah. um it was also nominated for a favorite pop rock video at the 13th american music awards in 1986 the music video and song have often been referred to uh in cover versions like we're going to talk about today um cover versions film tv programs and video games the Family Guy episode, Breaking Out is Hard to Do, includes a licensed, re-edited version of the video. I remember that, and it was so funny. Um, Volkswagen created a television advertisement inspired by the video. Uh, the video was also one of the first to be made into a so-called literal music video. Uh, the visuals of the video were used as an homage um, for Paramore's music video for Caught in the Middle. Okay, so... Brandy just, just just started going off, right? There was yeah. a show, I think it was like Battle of the Bands or something. It might be something, but but yeah. uh, there was five bands, right? And it was I I think it was something to do with cover songs, right? And they mm -hmm. and they were trying to be the, like the new breakout band or something, get signed by a major label. And yeah. one of their one of their um uh um weekly events or something was to create your own covers like of aha's take on me cool and, and everyone, okay and every and, and every band slayed the song yeah I, yeah so i gotta find it's that one and, uh, yeah it is yeah. such a fun song yeah, yeah. Um, um you want to take the chart performance chart perform yes okay so take on me was originally released in 1984 Mixed by Tony Mansfield, but failed to make an impact with in the United Kingdom. Uh, this release peaked at number three in Norway. In the United States, though, Warner Brothers invested a, in the revolutionary second video for Take On Me, which used uh, Tarni's version of the song. Uh, the new video was released to dance clubs 
and television a month before the record was available in stores or played on the radio. Uh, wide exposure on MTV made the song quickly soar to the top position of the Billboard's Hot 100 and, uh, on October 19, 1985. It's 15 weeks on the chart. 15 it, weeks, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. That's, uh, yeah. That's that's even before it came out on, to to the public, yeah. you know. Um, it remained on the charts for twenty seven weeks, and ended up at the at the tenth position of the nineteen eighty five year end chart. As of June twenty fourteen, the song has sold one billion four hundred sixty three thousand digital copies in the U S. after it became available to download in the digital era. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's amazing feat. That's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Take On Me was released. Uh, hold on. Okay. Okay. Take On Me was released for the third time in the United Kingdom in uh, September 1985. Uh, the song debuted on the UK single chart after, after, at number 55 and peaked at number two for three consecutive weeks. Held off at the top spot by Jennifer Rush's The Power of Love, hmm. uh, which is a good song, I must say. Yeah, it is. On August 14, 2020, it was certified gold by the by the British uh, phonography industry. Uh, in Norway, AHA's native country, Take On Me re-entered the VG, VG Lista singles charts. Reaching a new peak of number one after a year after it was first released. The single was largely successful elsewhere, reaching the top of the uh, Euro charts, Hot 100, uh, for nine weeks, topping the singles charts in, 27, in 26 countries, including Austria, Belgium, Germany, Italy, and the Netherlands. Sweden and Switzerland, and reaching the top three in France and number two in Ireland. The success on ta- of Take On Me lies also in its sales, as the single would go on to sell over seven million copies worldwide, making it one of the best-selling singles of all time. And it's not hard to see why that no. song just has everything that you could ever want in a pop song that would make it catchy. Uh, It's hard to not like the song. Um, And uh, I think the covers that we're going to talk about today, they do a good job of, uh, of, of bringing out the best of what makes that song so great. That riff, obviously the, the keyboard riff for the intro and is, and what's played throughout the song is iconic. Uh, and uh, very well done, um, in, including uh, how this first band uh, use, utilizes their style of music and still plays that riff to make it true to the original. Um, let's talk about Real Big Fish real quick. Uh, we've spoken about them before um, on our uh, Ska episode way back way back when. Um, real Big Fish, just as a reminder, uh, is an American Ska punk band from Orange County, California. The band gained mainstream recognition in the mid to late 1990s during the third wave of ska with its uh, release of the gold certified album, Turn the Radio Off. 
Uh, soon after, the band lost mainstream recognition but gained an underground cult following. I was one of those people. Um, as of 2006, the band was no longer signed to a major record label and has since been independent. Yay. After numerous lineup changes, yeah, and go independent all the way, man. That's right, man. Um, uh, stick it to the men. <laughs> After numerous lineup changes, frontman Aaron Barrett uh, is the last remaining founding member um, still performing with the band. Uh, in 1998, the band appeared in the movie Basketball, uh, performing in the stands to uh, rouse the crowd. The band also appeared on the film soundtrack with the cover of uh, AHA's Take On Me. Um, so, James, if you're ready, let's take a listen to Real Big Fish's uh, cover of uh, Take On Me. And if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, um, they actually made a music video for it. So this would be fun. Here we go.
so much fun. So what was that uh, blue dude in the background? I don't know what that, that was. That was their mascot. Oh, was, okay. Uh, they have a little mascot. I don't know what the name of the mascot is, but uh, yeah, they what? had their uh, their own little fish mascot in the background there. Fish. Um, I have okay. been... I'm so thankful that I've been able to see that band live nice. twice. Oh, wow. At uh, the Warp Tour. Yeah. Um, and both times that I saw them, they played their cover of Take On Me. Just because it's 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 part of the set list now because it is that is a um it's such a popular cover of the song yeah. because it's so fun and it's just uh it makes people happy man the the horn section playing that synth riff um and uh uh Aaron Barrett is an an incredible singer yeah um he jokes around a lot but the guy is very talented the whole band and. Uh, very talented, yeah. And, and he had it sounded to me like he had no problem hitting the high note. Mm, I mean, it nope, was no no problems. No, it's great. The guy can he has pipes. He's incredible. Great. Um, yeah, it's uh he's he's an incredible person. Um, I uh I would I would say let's try to get him on the show. That guy does not do interviews. He hates really? like for somebody that looks like it, they'd be really fun to talk to. Yeah, he's very shy, so shy to the point where he. He won't do interview any hardly any interviews. I only know that because of the uh, Krista makes a podcast. Um, the uh, lead singer of uh, Less Than Jake, his podcast. He had Aaron Barrett on there to talk about their song um, "Beer," and uh, he he started the episode out by saying, "Thank you so much for doing this. I know you're only doing it because we're friends because you do not do interviews with people." And I was like, "Well, there goes that dream of ever having him on the show." So. Well. Stranger things have happened. Stranger you know, things have happened. Yeah, in fact, the, what what we've got geared up for our hundredth episode. Yeah, uh, that's really it, yeah. So I I never thought in this lifetime <laughs> I never thought we would talk to talk to him. You know? Yeah, that'd be crazy, man to to get so him on. Um, it's around, possible, I guess. Yeah, so stick around for for episode one hundred. You will not regret it, which is coming out yeah, in a few weeks. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. But. A science. I've never heard of this man. That's why I love doing this I show with either. you. Oh, okay. So I okay. So you're in the same boat as me. Yeah, I never heard of them. Um, so a science is an American medical uh, metalcore band from Cleveland, Ohio, formed in 2007. They released one EP prior to their debut album, No Secrets Revealed, uh, which was released on Bullet Tooth Records in, in December of 2010. Mm. Vocalist Dennis Trevardic. Uh, sings of political and religious issues. The band broke up in 2017, but released two singles in 2020, including a somber rendition of the U.S. national anthem titled Star Spangled. Um, they released their cover of Take On Me as a single in 2021, which you can find on Spotify or wherever you download your music. Oh, so this um, Yeah, I wasn't okay, familiar nice. with this band. Yeah. So let's listen to Affiance. Take On Me. Yeah.
There it is. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you're watching on the YouTube channel right now, uh, you can see that the video for the uh, um, uh, for this cover features the cover art for the single as a as it was released, and uh, obviously inspired by that influential music video um, where they're like kind of half drawn uh, into it. So uh, pretty great, man. That that just shows you the long lasting effect that 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 a uh, monumental music video had on pop culture. Um, James, what was your thoughts on Affiance's cover of Take On Me? A few things. And, okay, so one, um, I, I love the way how he say, tried to stay true to the song. Yeah. Um, I don't think he could hit the same high note that, that the um, singer in Real Big Fish could do. I yeah. thought he was off just by like a key, but I'm not in the singer, so don't you know? Don't judge, yeah. don't judge. All right, I'm just <laughs> yeah. My ear didn't really really uh take to that high high note, um, and I yeah. and I didn't like that little little bit of soloing right before the the uh, I guess the bridge of it, you know. Yeah, they they kind of added added that in, and I don't think that it should be in there, but. Those double bass drums, man. I love them. You know me and my double bass. Um, yeah, the, the drums are great in that song, yeah. for sure. And I feel like it, it, like it was it brought like a like a new freshness to the song. You know, make it yeah. more now. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they all, that intro was but was straight up yeah. the same thing. And I think that, and and not as in like copy and pasted <laughs> from the original song, they recreated that. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, then it just, you know, it kicks in, it's in your face with the, the metal horror part. And, um, you know, it's a lot of halftime. I love halftime in a yeah. song, uh, especially in the cover. I think it's appropriate for a lot of them. The, uh, what I liked about real big fishes halftime that they threw in there. All right. So, Talking about uh, just in music terms, um, when we say halftime, uh, just in case you're not aware. So yeah, yeah. take, for example, we're, we're talking about the chorus of the original Take On Me song. So uh, the time is uh, Take On Me. And then whenever they get to the real, real high parts, and it's like the I'll be gone. And the so the drum, they just the timing breaks down halfway. Right. right. So. What I like is that's the original version, which Affiance did. They stuck with that same pattern. They went, they were full time, broke into that halftime part, um, threw in a lot of double bass. What I like about Real Big Fish, what they did was they flipped it. So the beginning, sorry, I'm using a lot of hand gestures and I keep hitting the microphone. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so they flipped it. So the uh, the beginning of the course is actually in the halftime, which I love. I think it's so cool. Um, just because the rest of the song is very upbeat and fast. Um, so they flip it and then they, the part that normally goes to halftime switches to the full time. And uh, I just think that's a, a unique approach that they took on that. Not only with the fact that they decided to keep their horn section in uh, for the majority of that song, right. um, but just doing little things like that. Um, I think that's why I love that real big fish cover. So good. Uh yeah, I, I don't know. There's 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 a lot of great things about both of those that I like. Right. It's but hard. It's hard. Now it's time. Now <laughs> it's time. Oh God. Why, um, why are you doing this to me, man? 
I know this it's is so this is hard, dude. Yeah. Um, um, I th- I'm gonna I'm gonna go real big fish though. I'm gonna say that one. Um, that one takes this uh, this episode. Uh, with their just because the the instrumentation of the the cover from Real Big Fish is just incredible. Everybody was just on their A game for that. Uh, and that song really got their cover really got a lot of people into Real Big Fish. And I was one of those people. Right. Um, wasn't familiar with a lot of their original songs, but heard this and was like, this is fun. This is great. I love bands like this. Um, I love Less Than Jake. They're great friends with Less Than Jake. And uh, they were in that 90s punk uh, ska scene. And uh, which then just kind of led into a whole new discovery for me. And I just, I grew to love that whole genre. Um, And it may not have been the same had it not been for their cover of Take On Me. Right. So that's that's my answer. What's yours, Gene? Where Where are you at? I am going to have to agree with you. On a real right. big fish, yes, real big We'd fish. Agree, we agreed on this one. The last two, we we've we've split down the uh, split down the, the middle, the man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think that that this has been a real, a uh, great cover by by real big fish, um, just because of the sheer closeness of the song, the way yeah. how he sings it, the way that they're having real fun with it, you know. Yeah, and I think so that fun. if. If bands are making music, they should have fun with it too, and yeah. you can easily tell it in the videos. And I'm sure that 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 that's, that is pretty, um, it's surreal live, like 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 you saw them yeah. twice. So I'm sure that was yeah. a real blast to see them play that song for for the crowd. Uh, yeah. so yeah, real big fish takes someone, man. I gotta yeah. agree with you, yeah. And you know, kudos to Affiance for for doing that. I yeah. mean, the band broke up uh, a few years ago, and they're they're making trying to make a comeback now. So I don't know. They may, they, it may be the same story with, uh, with this one, their, their cover may lead to a whole new audience. Yeah. Um, discovering them. Yeah. Um, like what happened with real big fish because, um, that, okay. So, uh, a fine is one that broke up, right? Yes. Yeah. They broke up in 2017, but then in, uh, the end of last year, they started putting out, they so, put out like two singles oh, uh, and so they, maybe did this, they did this cover uh, this year. So. Oh, so maybe they patched things up and started. We'll see. Um, well, yeah. So maybe we can get them on the show. Yeah. We'll, great we'll have them on. We'll talk about it. <laughs> a lot of great bands are like, Oh yeah, we need to get them on the show. You we know? Need to talk to um, yeah. Every, every band I listen to, I'm like, yeah. oh, I would love to have a conversation with yeah. those people. Yeah, like, yeah, man, like we said, you know, anything is possible, you know? Yeah. So uh yeah so um uh so where can people find you at Mr. Brosley? Um the people can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter. Uh that is uh, uh at Blake underscore Mosley M O S E L E Y. You can find me on YouTube, uh youtube.com slash Mosley with three Ys uh on the end of it, and uh check out my drum covers and my drum playthroughs of songs that I've uh, been playing at church. I'll actually have two new songs putting up uh, to put up this Sunday uh, for church. And uh, I don't know how it's going to go because I'm not familiar with these songs and practice this past Wednesday was kind of rough for me. Right. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, I've only got two chances to uh, 
play it correctly. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll uh, oh, no. oh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, check oh. that one out. Um, what about you, man? Where, where's everybody going to find us on the the socials? So I just want to say thank you all for listening into episode 97 of this, of this amazing podcast. But so if amazing. you don't like listening to this podcast on, on your phone, you can always listen to our podcast on our website, www.onewordsfailmusicsmeekers.com. On YouTube, where we post this, this video cast, um, and you can see the videos that we have for the cover wars. On YouTube, it's youtube.com slash one words fail music speaks. Or on Facebook, WWFFS podcast. Instagram, where we do most of our, you know, um, talking back and forth with y'all. Uh, just type in one words fail music speaks, they'll get us there. And lastly, we're on Twitter at one words fail MS. So be sure to check us out anywhere. Like, I just listed, and we'll get back with you as soon as we can. If you have yeah. a uh, a uh, request about our cover wars or any kind of other episode you would like us to review, uh, please email us at um, podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you want to be interviewed, uh, we yes. would love to talk with uh, up-and-coming musicians. Uh, if you want to get your music out there, um, you know, this may be a good resource for you to, to open up a, a whole new audience for you. So reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you um, and uh, check us out on all the socials and everything like that. Um, stay safe out there. And uh, James, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. And guys, uh, just remember that uh, when words fail, music speaks. See you guys. Bye y'all.